hello, hello, everyone. Dana Williamson here with Bad Queens of the Roundtable. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I want to continue our conversation um, that we started about conversations the saints need to have and what's wrong with sex. But before I get into that, I want to reiterate and actually kind of give you our mission at Bad Queens of the Roundtable. The important thing of the network and the membership group is to make sure that women are comfortable and they are open and they look at adding their faith in. They look at what they can do and say it can be done. For many years, I had struggled with building a business in the middle of a failing marriage, building a business in the middle of trying to raise children in their teen years who didn't want to do anything parents wanted them to do. In the middle of trying to build a business, I was being talked out of building a business and I was being discouraged. And I allowed for 10 plus years to be sat down, if that's a good explanation. And Bad Queens of the Roundtable was established after the bad brand was introduced to my spirit and one of the things that has really been important to me is letting women know that they can do it they can handle it and as long as it's god ordained they should never run away from it so the bad queens of the roundtable network was again established as i explained before established with the roundtable concept that king arthur had and although we know king arthur or we have been told that king arthur is a fictional character look at what he did with the knights of the round table he made sure that there was a round table so that no one felt superior to the other so when you look to the left or to the right and you see your sister and you know she brings something to the table she brings something valuable to the table let me tell you something we all bring something valuable to the table neither of us are higher than the other when i introduce myself i tell people right off the bat i am dana williamson part of bad blessed anointed destined llc the original bad queen of the round table now that i've gotten that out of the way i want us to really get into what's wrong with sex and there's problems with with this where the saints don't have these conversations that they need to have because I think people are afraid. People are literally afraid of what what that means when you have conversations about things that are supposed to be behind closed doors. And I, I can give you an example. I have a wonderful fan who reads my books, Demia Willis FBI, um, available on Amazon. And I call her a super fan, but she's also a, a friend of mine on Facebook. We have yet to meet face to face, but nonetheless, she said in one of the most recent books, I would have to say it was either part seven or part eight, there's a love scene between the two main characters. And she said she felt some kind of way because she felt like she was spying on them. She was in the middle of uh, interrupting an intimacy that should be behind closed doors. And one of the things I said, and this was many years ago, and when I say many, this was about four years ago, I asked, how do we become afraid of what could be a visual, you know, when reading a book. Now, it wasn't that it was a detailed um, squeezing the breasts or spreading the thighs or anything like that, but it was a it was a well thought out 
I can say it over the pulpit kind of conversation. And it and it wasn't say anything about penetration or anything like that, but it was a love, it was a Christian love scene that wasn't um it, it wasn't placed or worded in a way where you just said they had relations or they knew each other, like the Bible says they knew. You knew they were having they were making love. You don't want to call it just sex because they were making love. So my concern when she said that was, when do we get past that? Do we ever get past that? And if we don't, what's the problem? And this is what I believe is why I wrote the book, A Sure Thing. And it's part of the bedroom collection. It's it's only one part right now. One part, book one. And and the reason why it's only book one is because we, we've been having this conversation for over a year and it's really important. I just can't, I can't go to book two because this conversation is so important. So A Sure Thing is a series of short stories that, that, um, lead into sexual relations between a husband and a wife. Um, that that lingering eye or how I feel about someone that has been my friend for 15 years and, you know, I, I fell in love with her all these years ago or I fell in love with him all these years ago and now I, I want to, I want to take this relationship a step further. I want to get married. And then, and then you, you tie into the marriage night, the honeymoon and you, you, there's this, there's this loving, intimate story. So there's a series of stories in a sure thing. And then the next book, which is going to be titled Where You Belong, is also a series of stories, but it's, it's going to be more so from the marriage point, not getting into the marriage, but from the marriage, like they've been married 10 years or so. And what, what developed from a sure thing is that one of the people that had read the book and reviewed it said to me, you know, this is really good and it's tastefully done, but it is something that no one talks about. And so I I started to go on my podcast and talking about it and stuff and people, and then I noticed that people were talking about it, but they were talking like, why, why is it that sex sells? And why is it that the church is not talking about this in a way that it needs to be done? And I felt like as a woman who's been divorced and yeah, I was promiscuous before I got married and all of that. But as a woman who's had children, has had relations, and is now divorced, how do you say to me all these years later, or how do I say to others that, okay, I I, I kept myself, I've kept myself since, uh, it's been seven years, okay? It's been almost, uh, it's been almost eight years. So I've kept myself, and I'm keeping myself for for my new husband whenever he shows up. But how do I, a person who has had experience, explain to someone who's not had experience how they walk into to the marriage and it, it's their honeymoon and it's just like, okay, just go on there and there, open your legs up and close the door. I mean, or I'm sorry, close the door, then open your legs up. You know, how, how do you just say that? You cannot. The truth of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot. And the, 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 the troublesome part about it is, is that as a writer, when I was writing the book and I had a friend of mine read it, she said, oh, it was good, it was good, it was good. And then it started to taper off. And she's a Christian, minister of the gospel. 
she writes in a few genres and I knew I could trust her for 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 all honesty and when she said it was good it was good it was hot it was good it was hot and it's married people and then you tapered off you got afraid and I had to say oh lord so then in life are we afraid are we afraid to have those conversations are we afraid to say to I don't, I don't know about the, the men so I can only talk to the women women are we afraid to say to another woman what she needs to do or how she can expect to feel when she goes into her her honeymoon night her honeymoon suite her marriage bed her i mean you know we have taught we have taught these young girls how to just be afraid of and not have this conversation they should have which we've told them that having the conversation is is dirty and wrong and 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 we can't even and the, and the trouble and let me tell you i'm not talking about this is not a faith-based conversation i'm talking to you as as a businesswoman as an author as as a as, as a business and lifestyle coach i'm talking to you like this because under this platform because if i don't who will or who won't oh my goodness did i say that out loud as well nonetheless it's so important that we you know realize where we are supposed to be that we should we should really not be afraid we should not um we should not teach our our girls that it's okay you know to just go in blindsided i really believe that women the reason why some of the marriages fail is because we are allowing we are not trying to say to the women what to expect i'm not i'm not i'm not saying to you to have them watch pornography i'm not saying to you to read things that that might you know take you back and cause you to sin or things that would tempt you i'm not saying that what i'm saying is, is that with a book like i have a sure thing let us talk about what needs to be talked about and let's use a sure thing as an example because unless you're deep in a relationship with the lord like 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 myself or some other people in your life then you might not be able to handle um a love scene in an r-rated movie that is not christian fiction and god wants you to get to a point where you trust him he delivers you he keeps you from what is good and what is what is bad for you but also speaks to you and says my daughter i need you to talk with apostle dana i need you to pull up this book from dana williamson a sure thing i need you to tap into her teaching a marriage bed sessions because this is what you need to uh, to be the wife being the wife is not just being the Proverbs 31 woman. Being the wife means being able to satisfy your husband's needs. The Bible tells us that the husband should should go to his own wife and lay amongst her bosom. And the, the Bible says that the wife should should respect and love her husband. Okay? So if if that's the case, we cannot just send them in the room and say love each other. Whatever happens happens. Because we are setting, we as the church are setting them up for failure. And so as a business and lifestyle counselor, that is exactly what I don't want to happen to, to all of you. I don't want 
people to believe that it's it's okay to just be it's okay to just be afraid. It's not. It's not okay to be afraid. And it's not okay. The Bible says that my people perish for the lack of knowledge. If I have the knowledge to share, why would I not? So the scripture says in Titus 2, the aged women likewise, likewise Titus 2 verse 3, the aged women likewise that they be in behavior as becometh holiness not false accusers not given to much wine teachers of good things verse 4 that they may teach the young women to be sober to love their husbands to love their children verse 5 to be discreet chase keepers at home good obedient to their own husbands that the word of god be not blasphemed I think that's I think that's a good note. I think that's a good understanding. I, I, I don't understand why we do what we do and why we hold things back. Uh let's uh take a break here and just take care of some housekeeping. Uh, one of our favorite business women business owners is Teresa with DTK Occasions. Now, DTK Occasions is located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and it is a full-service, high-end event planning company. Their website is dtkoccasions.com. They offer planning services for both corporate and social events. They are a team of professionals. Now, let me tell you something. I have seen some of their decorations and some of their events. You're missing something if you're in the Milwaukee area and you have not hired DTK Occasions to help build, build and bring your dream to light. Again, they are a high-end, full-service and planning company. The website, again, is dtkoccasions.com. The consultants are experienced, certified, dedicated professionals with many years of event planning knowledge. I am so grateful to to know them, and she is a part of a few of my groups on Facebook, especially one of our private groups, uh, the Bad and Girl Wealth Challenge, and um, I'm excited for her. And her business and her team. Her team is it's really exciting. Again, that's DCK occasions. So back to the topic at hand. Um, it, it, it comes down to we as the church again must say that there's something we're missing. And we can't always say let God handle it because if God is telling us to do something, then we should be able to put ourselves in a position to say. God is telling me to do something, so I have to be able to handle it. I have to be able to say, I'm ready. I have to be able to say, Lord, yes. Our obedience is what? Obedience is better than sacrifice. So when I wrote this book, now now let me let me say this. When I wrote this book, I was kind of afraid. I thought I was just all in my feelings and, you know, my biological clock as far as intimacy was running out and I just knew my husband was on his way. I, I, that's what I thought. But now that I, I know and I see the full fruition of what is happening, that's not what was meant. What was meant was that I needed to write this book because these are conversations that people need to have. Oh, yes, we have so many other things going on in the world. People are dying left and right. They're being killed, murdered, human trafficking, all those different things. But you know what? Outside of every criminal activity that is happening in the world, we still have to live. So as wives, we're not going to bed talking about um, listen, don't bring problems to the bedroom. Take the TV out, leave the TV outside. I, right now in my bedroom, I do not have a television. Now my phone might be stuck to my hand, but I am not watching 
movies or TV or anything like that. So when I when I look at all of what's going on in the world, I understand what that means. But when my husband shows up, when it's time when it's time for us to go to bed, we want to bed, and we're shutting out everything that the world has to offer on on when we go to bed. Okay, when when they say the marriage bed is undefiled and everything that happens behind closed doors is between you, God, and your husband, let me tell you something. That's exactly what's going to happen because I'm closing the door on all of the death. I'm closing the door on all of the suicides. I'm closing the door on all of the murders. I'm closing the door on all of the hatred. I'm closing the door on all of the political issues. I'm closing the door on all of everything that doesn't have anything to do with me and my husband making love in the middle of the night. That's it. And that's the truth. That's the God honest, harsh truth. Now, I thank you guys so much for tuning in and for, you know, really, I want you to talk to me. Talk back to me. Talk, talk to me. Tell me what your thoughts are. Give me your comments. You know, email me. Um, and actually, you can message me, voicemail me here on the Anchor Podcast uh, platform. Or you can email me at info at baddaymarie.com. Or you can um, message me at Bad Queens of the Roundtable on social media, uh, f- Facebook, Twitter, Bad Bad Dame Marie. Listen, you can find me just about anywhere under Blessed Anointed Destined or the Bad Brand. So just let's talk about this. Let's 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 share. Let's talk. Let's chat. Let's do what needs to be done. And you know what? We're gonna do it together. Everybody has their their own concerns, issues, and opinions. I totally get it. But I also understand that that some people might throw up a wall and just be like, no, we're not talking about that because that's that's nothing to talk about. That is that is um, blasphemy or that is um, that is uh, not Christian like or something like that. You know, I totally understand when people say that. But let me tell you one thing about me. Do not come for me if you don't have scripture to back you up. Just that simple. I know how to say when I'm wrong, but do not come for me if you don't have scripture to back you up. That's it. That's all. That's everything. Good night, everyone. Thank you so much. I am Dana Williamson, and you have been listening to Bad Queens of the Roundtable.